Star Wars 7x7 episode 856. Today it's a Clone Wars briefing. I'm looking back at The Academy, which is season 3, episode 6 of the Clone Wars TV series. It is also part 2 of a two-part story arc on Mandalore. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily 7-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And the Academy picks up pretty much where we left off with Corruption, the last episode of the Clone Wars series. What happened was there's a problem with the supply lines, and so getting the necessities of life to the people of Mandalore has become a big issue, and they're having to go to the black market and spend extra money and rationing food and all this horrible stuff. So... The Duchess Satine of Mandalore implores Padme to speak to the Jedi Council on her behalf and see if they can assign a Jedi to come out and have a look around at things. This is not exactly neutral anymore, I guess. You know, they were fighting so hard to remain neutral in the whole Clone Wars situation, and yet they're working kind of close with the Jedi on this now. So, yeah, yeah I don't know if that's going to end up showing up later in the series. It'll be interesting to see. But... Either way, for the present time, Soka Tano, the Padawan to Anakin Skywalker, is the one who ends up being assigned to teach at the Mandalorian Academy and ostensibly to be undercover and able to help in case anything is dug up re-corruption. However, nobody seems to actually tell Ahsoka this. <laughs> Just Anakin and Ahsoka show up, and Anakin has to say, hey, I'm sorry, I have to go back and fight the war, so here's Ahsoka, she can handle everything for you. And they say, great, and Ahsoka says, great, but she has to turn in her lightsaber because they're not allowed to have weapons, etc., etc., and after an inspiring lecture from Ahsoka, four students at the academy decide that they're going to try and get to the bottom of this food crisis. So they manage to hack their way into a government storehouse where they see off-worlders and a mysterious robed figure consulting with each other. And, of course, they get caught in the process, but they manage to escape, even though they've left some evidence behind. And they realize, no, actually, there isn't a food storage. Somebody is actually hoarding food. And it must be in the government because there were Mandalorian security agents in this meeting along with some off-worlders and whoever this robed figure was. So they take their evidence and go to the Duchess Satine. And the Duchess says, this is too dangerous for you kids to be involved in. I'll definitely take a look into it. And the kids are like, that's not the answer we wanted to hear. And so they decide to go to Prime Minister Almec instead. Now, one of the students happens to be the nephew of the Duchess, so you would think she would have paid a little closer attention, but no, of course not. However, the Prime Minister has offered to lend a friendly ear or a helping hand to the kid anytime he needs it, and so he decides, yeah, I'm going to do it because the Duchess doesn't seem to be into helping us out. And, of course, it turns out that Prime Minister Almec is the one behind all this hoarding and so on and so forth, so... When he sets up a private meeting to go you know, find out what the deal is, he actually sends the security agents from Mandalore to capture them and try them for treason. Now, before the students went to that meeting, they also talked to Ahsoka because Ahsoka picked up 
on something being funny in one of their classes, and they ended up talking about it in class in front of the other students too, which was really fascinating. And Ahsoka said, hey, you know, you really got to be careful before you explore these things and make sure you take your time and know the situation you're getting into. And the kids, of course, don't want to hear that either. And if they'd listened, well, you know, they wouldn't find <laughs> their hash in, in trouble. And thankfully, Ahsoka comes to the rescue and even without a lightsaber manages to subdue the Mandalorian security agents and gets the kids together and they come up with a plan, although the plan looks a little half-baked at the start. She actually turns the kids in to Prime Minister Almec and says, here, I think you were looking for them. And so they end up getting marched off to prison. Yeah, really? And so in the meantime, she says, yeah, I think we've got to find the Duchess. She's probably... Uh, somebody who may be involved in this plot because the nephew is involved and all these other kids, blah, blah, blah. And the prime minister says, hey, we've already captured her. Great. Where is she? Well, we're not going to tell you that right now. So Ahsoka has to figure out where the Duchess is in the midst of all this. And after the prime minister leaves, she tries to Jedi mind trick her way into the prison, which appears to work, actually. And she manages to get time to talk to the kids and gets them to take her to where the Duchess Satine is, gets the guards at the prison to take her there, I should say. But as it turns out, they were just goofing on her. Apparently Mandalorians have been trained to resist Jedi mind tricks, or at least certain Mandalorians, people in the military, which is pretty awesome and incredible and yeah a little scary too and so it looks like things are about to go downhill for our heroes until a big fight ensues and finally of course prime minister almec is captured and all his cronies are subdued etc etc all's well that ends well so at the end of the episode anakin comes to pick ahsoka up and as they're leaving anakin and she have this exchange i hope this assignment wasn't too boring for you eh, it had its moments Huh. Like the one where you convinced untrained children to help you overthrow a corrupt government? That was a highlight. It sounds pretty risky. You're lucky you didn't get hurt. Nothing you wouldn't have done. Yeah, throws a little shade his way and he just kind of stands there going, mm, like, I gotta take that one because she's darn right, so... Anyway, that was probably, for me, the best moment of the whole episode, actually. It's a quiet little episode, in a sense. It really does happen kind of out of the chronology of everything, if you will. You know, it doesn't talk about the larger galactic-scale activity happening. But you do get the sense, if you haven't already, that Mandalore is starting to become more important in Star Wars as a whole. And yeah, I know... Boba Fett notwithstanding, and there's a ton of Mandalorian stuff that ever happened before the Clone Wars cartoon series happened, but the fact that they are exploring it in this way, and the fact that they then continue to explore it in Rebels, and in fact it's coming up even more so this season in Season 3 of Rebels, I think it says a lot more about the importance of Mandalore to the franchise for the fact that they are taking some additional time to look at Mandalorian culture and Mandalorian politics with these episodes and also the episodes that they had last season as well where we found out about Obi-Wan Kenobi's connection to the Duchess Satine. In fact, you know, that one could have been like a nice three-story arc and, you know, been done with it and now let's move on from other things and not come back to Mandalore. But the fact that they keep coming back to it does suggest that it is becoming an ever more prominent star in the galaxy of Star Wars. Yes, I know it's a planet, all right, so bad metaphor. Anyway, I think you get what I mean. And that is going to do it for this Clone Wars briefing. I've got trivia on the other side of the break for you, so stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. I've got a trivia question for you, and we're going to try this again. Hey, Baze Malbus, what do you think? You want to play along? I fight the Empire now. Ugh, it's like a broken record with him sometimes. All right, last time I asked you, on the Resistance troop transport that lands on Takadana, which side of the ship has the cockpit? Is it the port side or the starboard side? And the answer is the port side. Today's question... On the Aravana, when the Rathtars got loose, who took more losses from the Rathtars, the Guavian Death Gang or Kanja Club? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get captured on Geonosis, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a separatist trick, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.